And now, The Fine Print with attorney Jen Rout. Hi, and welcome to The Fine Print with attorney Jen Rout. I am attorney Jen Rout, and with me as always is my pwned sidekick, Ben Needenthal. That is actually remarkably accurate. <laughs> I was uh, I got pwned last night very badly. I was playing Star Wars Battlefront with my kid. Uh, he loves Star Wars, which is really cool for me. And I was just, just getting my ass kicked left and right. It was bad news. Oh. So, yeah, that's my sad story and, for the day. And how old is that child? He's two. Right. And I'm 36. So, you know, okay. I figure if you take an average, it's about the right age, <laughs> you know. So, gamers are everywhere, man. They're they're adults now, and we're all grown up and playing adult video games and everything. So. Absolutely. Did you ever get into the Pokemon craze when you were a child? No, I did not. That was like a few years after me. So, oh. it was like, that was like uh, my cousins. You know my cousins. I do. They're, they're about five, six years younger than me. They were way into it. So it missed me by, it was like, I stopped getting into stuff like that, and then it was Money More from Power Rangers, and then Pokemon was like oh. the, the two big things that came like immediately after. So, well, but are your cousins now playing Pokemon Go? Yeah, basically everybody is. I am too. So. Oh, you are. <laughs> I am. I'm terrible at it because I don't really go places and do things but you know it's gotcha. uh if there's one nearby and I'll, I'll snag it i'll snag me a pikachu uh, okay yeah. hell yeah and, and we know the names all yeah. right i know at least a few of the names so yeah. okay yeah. so virtual reality game would that be a fair how, well, how i think it's i think technically it's augmented? it's uh, augmented reality i think is the term augmented reality yes. all right so that that's very technical ar yes okay ar Clearly, I'm AR. not a <laughs> right. Welcome right. to the future. So I have really thoroughly enjoyed myself watching the poke people, as I call them. Um, <laughs> so you're you're a sideline person. I am making fun of the people. Not who at are all. Doing no. First of all, I have been out and about, and there's a place uh, near where my office is. It's called Creekside. It's in Gahanna. Oh yeah. I've never seen so many people there, and I love seeing people out and about that's like you know a lot of people give it a lot of crap but it's done some pretty astonishing things in the month or so that it's been out at this point absolutely like people are getting off their butts they're going out they're walking around like i heard people are like wow my legs are really tired today well what'd you do yesterday oh i just walked around for like the afternoon and caught pokemon all day and you're like that's called Exercise. <laughs> I did hear on the news a while back that in the first two weeks it was out, Americans had walked more in those two weeks than they had in the three years prior combined. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I, mean, I, I think it's great. Yeah. And another astonishing thing about it is in the first like five days it was out, that app was downloaded more times than Twitter ever has been. Wow. That is bananas right so this does a lot of cool things and yeah like i said i love seeing everybody out and sure. active and doing stuff i will say i've chuckled a time or two i was stopped at a traffic light and there's this older woman playing clearly playing she's walking on a walking path and it curved 
and she walked into a bush. I laughed. <laughs> I'm bad. Okay. But I laughed. Well, but that's just, you know, that's schadenfreude is what that is. So. Right. Yeah. But, you know, with this, um, it has brought a bunch of legal theory and questions and i have to give a shout out to um andrew l rosso he is an, another attorney and he wrote a little article for the ohio state bar association on july 20th 2016 we'll post the link to it because it's interesting yeah it poses a bunch of legal theory but it does also raise some general issues um about the legal impacts of pokemon go um, and where all is is it going? For instance, um, you know, the players involved with this augmented work of art, um, there's really three companies. You have the Niantic Inc., the Pokemon Company, and Nintendo Company. Um, but then the questions are really, who owns that property, you know, the augmented characters, if they're on private property? Hmm. That's interesting. So you're saying basically if somebody is like on my backyard and they, you know, they catch a, 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 you know, a Jigglypuff or something like that, that technically that's my Jigglypuff? Well, so that's the question. So historically in real property law, you own your property within your boundary lines all the way up to the sky, all the way down through the ground. Within some reason, there's flying space. There's, you know, list of things. Sure. Um, and then there's obviously easements for power lines and, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But realistically, anything on your property generally belongs to you. Okay. But All now right. we're talking about a virtual space. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. if it's on someone else's property. Yeah, it does get into a weird area, doesn't it? It's weird. Yeah. And we don't know how this is going to play out. So this is not, I don't have any answers here, but it's well, but that's that. I mean, but that's the kind of thing, you, you know me, I'm, a, I'm kind of a revolutionary type dude anyway. I mm-hmm. like it when things get changed and shaken up like really dramatically. And I, that's, to me, that's as exciting because it's like, well, what does it mean? What is, you know, what is the real estate of the virtual world look like? What is the, the right. what, and that's. That is that is a wide open territory. Right. So I mean, if you're out at a park, it's public property. Sure. No problem. Yeah. But if you walk onto your neighbor's yard to catch a Pokemon. Yeah. Then what happens? And, and and there's also, and I'm sure this is probably in your notes for for talking about later on in the episode, but there's also been like instances where people have been like kicked out of hospitals and things like that, or or military installations because they just wander on to catch some Pokemon. Right. Which is kind of crazy in and of itself well so then it goes into really the question of trespass right and potentially liability for what we call an attractive nuisance so these are two two different things so i've got other definitions for attractive nuisance as well (laughs) (laughs) they have specific names Mm -hmm. Mm, human Uh names uh-huh. You, you want to give us an example or just no. sit there pondering? No, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh-huh. That's he, not cool. He's looking with like mm, this dreamlike I know who expression. they are. Right. <laughs> anyway, so first of all, if there's a Pokemon in virtual space, but technically you have to walk onto someone else's property, you're there without permission. Yeah. That's you're, trespass. That's trespassing. Okay. Now, is someone going to really file charges against you for trespass maybe yeah i mean i've seen some things where it's like you know 
Pokemon Go players, get the hell out of here, get a life. And I've heard other people who are like, hey, if there's a, you know, I, I, I see here's where I, I <laughs> this shows how little I actually know about Pokemon. I'm just trying to come up with the names <laughs> of these things off the top of my head. You know, um, you know, if there's a Pidgeot on the, on my backyard, you know, go ahead and get it. Who cares? You know, but, the, and that's somebody being neighborly, but at the same time, you know, do you, you really want a bunch of people just crashing your house? And Well, and then it could potentially create liability for the property owner. So mm-hmm. let's talk that through um, because I think that's kind of important. So yeah. in Ohio, if you have a swimming pool, for instance, you're required to have a fence around it. Mm-hmm. Reason being is in the whole area of tort law. So tort law is where someone is negligent somewhere and it causes an injury to someone else. Okay. And we have what's called an attractive nuisance. Okay. Legal definition, not not Ben's definition here. <laughs> um, so in tort law, in general, in most states and especially in Ohio, we give children a special spot. Mm. And we owe extra duties of care to children um, that we don't owe to other adults. And with that, that includes making it hard for them to get to something attractive that could cause them harm. So Fair in this enough. case, as an example, a swimming pool. Yeah. Or an alligator farm. Sure. Right. Or a giant open air blender. No. <laughs> I am just saying. Right. <laughs> Tilt so, the worlds. <laughs> so under the doctrine of attractive nuisance, landowners are required to eliminate dangerous conditions that would attract children. Okay. And that also includes if they don't eliminate it, a child's there and then is injured and their rescuers are injured, Mm -hmm. the homeowner or the property owner has liability for all of them because they are required to remove any attractive nuisance. Okay. Okay. Well, so now we're talking in the virtual world. Right. Landowner doesn't know anything about Pokemon. (laughs) That's surprising. Right. Um, (laughs) You know, but like, take your parents or my parents. I'm guessing they are not walking around playing Pokemon Go. (laughs) My parents can barely text. (laughs) Okay, we're getting there. But, Mm. you know, this is not... This is not their virtual reality. That's sure. not what they're going to do. Sure. So now they have this lovely home and there's Pokemon on it. <laughs> and somebody's injured on their property. Yeah. Is that Pokemon that's on their property, even though it's in a virtual space, but to get to it, you have to get on their property. Yeah. Is that an attractive nuisance? Mm. It's drawing children. Businesses are now paying to make their businesses a Pokestop. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Poke yeah, stop. Poke stop. Yep. Okay. Which makes complete sense. You draw people in. See, that right there, that made my heart sing because that's like brilliant. Brilliant marketing and capitalism just right together. It's awesome. Right. So now, now for a business owner who actually created a Poke Stop, it makes complete sense to me because you're drawing in business, which is what you want to do. Yeah. And you're already open to the public. So, yeah. you know, any injuries that would happen there. Yeah, would have happened, yeah. you know, in theory. There's anyways. there's a whole like part of marketing that deals with how do you get people to come to your place of business and right. stay. Right. And all of a sudden we've got this great thing that people love doing. 
So, yeah, right. that's awesome. And it's brilliant. And I think that's great for marketing. But what about those businesses who now have a poke stop that they didn't create? Ah, and yeah. maybe where their business has traditionally served adults, yeah. they now have children coming on. Yeah. And maybe there are some riskier attractions. Yeah. You know, a child may not think twice about walking down by the pond right right and slipping into it right you know so now we don't know how this is going to play out right because who created the nuisance yeah and do property owners now have a responsibility to go out and catch all the pokemon on their property <laughs> to eliminate the attractive nuisance which leads to a whole new industry of <laughs> pokemon removal services right <laughs> right. And That's same, amazing. Same thing. Are are the creators of this game? Could you imagine being an old person <laughs> and having no fucking idea what the hell is going on? <laughs> Why are they? I have to call this exterminator for these virtual <laughs> pests that I can't even see. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell this is. Right. So it's going to be Poke Busters. <laughs> yeah. The, the the future is a very scary and confusing place, folks. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we have this whole where do we draw the line? Yeah. It's it's a question. Yeah. Property owners have a duty to keep their property safe and free of attractive yeah. nuisances. Well, and I think at the moment, and this is my completely uneducated, well, not completely uneducated, but not legally ex educated opinion, but it seems to me like as of now, this is a real world virtual world, you know kind of situation i mean if if you are if your virtual world is intruding on somebody's private property in the real world real world takes precedence right down the road that could shift it depends on what goes on i mean like augmented reality is here in a big 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 way mm -hmm. and it's not going to go away anytime soon i mean pokemon go may not last forever it may be a flash in the pan but something's going to replace it and it's just going to keep going that way right so how are we going to deal with this? And yeah, this, how do you deal with real-world boundaries that you're not allowed to cross in right. a virtual space? Or even if it's you're allowed to physically cross, do we really want to create... Do we really want to be chasing Pokemon at the Holocaust Museum? Sure, right, yeah. Or, or, do you, or, or uh, and there's also or the instance of people who are, you know being robbed because they followed Pokemon into a back alley and some dude jumps out and, you know, mm -hmm. you know robs them at gunpoint. You know, I mean, that's that's happened, you know. Right. On like day two, a, a girl in Florida found a dead body. <laughs> she was looking for Pokemon. So it's kind of like. Right. But now with that one, I would think. That's a public thing. And she could have been a jogger. Right. Anybody yeah. could have found that. And it just because there are more people out Right. Things are being discovered. But sure. You also hear about people walking into traffic. Mm -hmm. um, people. Stupid. Right. Good Lord. The lady walking into the bush. Yeah. Good I Lord. mean, that's a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> funny to me. Probably not so funny to her. I, I, I can't. And you know what? I, you've seen me. I have my phone on me all day long. I'm constantly connected to the digital world. I cannot imagine being so engrossed in whatever I'm doing that I walk into a bush or into traffic. I guess that's right. You're but, doing something wrong at that point. But in my now opinion. we got to go back to children. Yeah, children don't know. Right. So, is the entire game really putting children at risk? Mm. 
Yeah. And it's going to take one lawsuit against the makers of the game. Yeah. To bring that to light. And who knows where that's going to land, but we all know right. it's coming at some point. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to get hurt doing it. Right. But then again, let's, continuing on with our discussion of responsibility, children are out who are maybe not of the age mm-hmm. to be alone. Yeah. So how much does that fall on parents? Yeah. And monitoring, monitoring their children mm-hmm. or teaching their children good habits or, you know. Yeah. And there is... I'd um, say a fair amount if I were to table my opinion on that. I would think, but tort law, remember, we have a special place for children. Sure, yeah. And, that's, and yeah. it's hard for them, so a defense yeah. in, in tort law is, I assume the risk. It's assumption right. of the risk. Right. So, you know, for instance, you always sign that waiver mm-hmm. when you go do anything. Sure. Okay. If you get injured... <laughs> While you're zip lining, mm-hmm. nothing breaks. There's no negligence or anything on the part of the zip lining company. Right. But you break yourself because you were way drunk and shouldn't have been. Whatever you were doing, <laughs> or you're just a klutz and you fell off the tree. Whatever. That sounds more like you, actually. <laughs> hey, I did was you, very good at zip did lining. Did you fall out of a tree? I did not. I You've was never very... fallen out of a tree in your life. No. Believe it or not, it's trip very, up the stairs. Yes. Falling off of ladders. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not a tree, yeah. though. I, oh, I'm that's off. something. Actually, our our audience doesn't un, doesn't know that about you. Actually, is oh. how horribly accident prone you are. Hey, it's better since the ankles are fixed. Mm. Sure. Let's blame the ankles. Yep. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> if you you're assuming the risk, just like if you go skydiving, yeah. skydiving is inherently dangerous. Yeah. You are assuming the risk yeah. that comes along with skydiving. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so in playing this game, are you assuming the risk? I would say yes for adults, but what about children? Yeah. Do children have the legal competency to understand the risks and right. then assume them? Right. It's a whole argument. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. So then, continuing on, so besides all the risks this has created... We now have trespass. Yeah. Okay. So people are walking into the no-go zone between North and South Korea. How did Pokemon get there anyway? I don't know. That's weird. In I understand Korea? a little bit how the game was designed. And it's like the way originally it's based off of like the structure of an older game that did essentially the same thing but less successfully. But all of the stops and, and, like, you know, all those things were all set up ahead of time. Not all, I should say, but a vast majority of them were set up ahead of time by people who just wandering around and just putting things places with their right. phones. So at some point... So some twisted jerk was some, like, some let's asshole. see what happens. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. The DMZ. That's where we're headed, you know? <laughs> that's perfect. Great. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, so in Ohio... There is a crime for trespass. It's under RC 2911.21, and it's technically a fourth-degree misdemeanor. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, so there's so there's criminal charges, and then there's civil charges. Sure. Or civil claims. Sure. So criminal trespass, obviously you're getting charged with a crime. Right. Okay. Civil trespass is when you have trespassed and harmed mm. the 
owner's property in some way. Like that episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where uh, Wesley Crusher is on the alien planet and he falls and breaks the thing and then he's sentenced to death. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, it's I a good episode. S- I didn't see that one. Stupid Wesley. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. Somebody oh. will get that. <laughs> Someone is angry against Wes, <laughs> no, Wesley no, no, that's, Crusher. That's a, there was a, a line in one of the... No, you know, I'm not going to sit here and explain it. It was a joke. Oh. Don't worry. It's a line that Captain Picard says, Shut up, Wesley, shut up! And yells at Wesley. It was a big moment in the show. Okay, thanks, Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> I, I know the show. <laughs> no, I, I like it. I'm good. I, I feel a little um, sad that I, I don't. <laughs> Well, you know, it's all available on Netflix if you want to watch all of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, that would take hours. It's an HD, too. Ooh, fancy. It's very nice. Okay. <laughs> I remember when you used to watch sci-fi shows. You used to be cool, man. Then you became an attorney. How many seasons of Smallville did you watch? I've seen all of them. <laughs> That's a rough one to get through, too, because... Oh, there were God, there are some bad episodes of that show. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah. So, anyways... Wesley Crusher. Right. He yeah, he's on an alien planet, the the alien pleasure planet, and every and he's running oh. along tossing the ball with somebody, he falls the and breaks pleasure. somebody's garden. Pleasure planet. And they're like, Oh well, he's gotta die now. So Right. Yeah. So, okay. You can be charged with a cl- crime for trespassing. Or if you damage something, you can be held liable. Hmm. And parents are liable for the actions of their minor children. Ah. So, so if my two-year-old son goes onto somebody's property and, I don't know, burns their barn down or something like that, that's on me. Right. So then the question is, are we going to have defenses? Well, I was playing Pokemon Go. I had to get the Pikachu. Or- well, I think some, at somebody's, somebody might table that as an excuse, but I don't think our legal system is going to go, oh, well, that's cool. Right. Well, yeah. so then the question is, how how do property owners distinguish between a random person on their property or bis- business, right, or the motives of Pokemon people, or is somebody else up to something devious, nefarious, yeah, and using Pokemon Go as, as a, a lure, cover yeah, or a lure, yeah. I mean, you know, this is frankly a field day for. Uh, Bad people. Yeah, let's just go with bad people because I could venture into. We could go in a lot of different directions, and none of them end up sex offenders, terrorists, any number of things. Right. So you know that's all raising questions. Right. And then what do these property owners have to do? How do you notify people? Are police really going to take a report? Yeah. And what's that going to impact our police system if they are taking constant reports of? These damn kids are on my yard <laughs> versus somebody's casing my yeah. place of business. Yeah. Or could somebody use Pokemon Go as a scapegoat? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, you know, you know, scoping out your house. I was just playing Pokemon Go. Right. You know? So, yeah. Interesting. Right. And then we have just yet another because, you know having fun here (laughs) clearly i like this stuff nobody else may but you know it's interesting to me um you know should pokemon go fall under the state negligence laws Hmm. so there could be a thousand different scenarios here but in general um the question is 
whether or not, in, in Ohio anyways, negligence really comes down to whether or not a person acted like a reasonably prudent person under the same set of circumstances. Okay. Okay. So, that person trespassing, or maybe they're not even trespassing. Maybe they're just on the sidewalk. Right. And something happens, and then they damage property on someone's, pro- you know, property there. Um, sorry, two uses of property. Hmm. I, Personal I'm, I'm property. I'm going to ding you for grammar. So, you should. You know. Okay, so... Was a what a reasonably prudent person playing Pokemon Go would did they exercise the right duty of care? So when you say negligence, are you talking about the homeowner or are you talking about the potentially player? both? Okay, Depends. okay. So, so it's like one of those things where if somebody has, let's just say for a dumb example, somebody's got a tire swing hanging from their tree in the backyard. Pokemon Go player wanders into the backyard and you know somehow trips, falls, gets his head caught in the hole, uh, breaks his neck. Yeah. So, yeah, that's is that negligence on the part of the property owner? Is, is that, that keeping an attractive nuisance or is that sorry kid you were dumb you fell? Yeah. Huh. Sad accident. Yeah. Um so in negligence in Ohio anyways and really most places there's four elements. So it's duty, breach, causation and injury. So what is the duty of care owed? So a business owner, for instance, has a slightly higher duty of care to the public who are coming onto their business um, versus a property owner who has a lesser Mm -hmm. duty of care to the average person because it's their private property. Sure. Um, And same thing, if you're walking in on someone's property, what's your duty of care to them? Yeah. And then did you breach that duty? So did your level of care go below what the standard is? The standard is what a reasonably prudent person would do under the same or similar circumstances. Yeah. And then did that breach cause an injury? Mm. An injury does not actually have to be a physical injury to your person, but damage to your car. Yeah. Were you trying, did you climb someone's tree trying to catch a Pokemon and cause a branch to break and land on someone's car? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you climb trees for Pokemon Go. Probably not. Well, maybe. There are some that. I don't know. Apparently, there are some like people in planes have been playing and like you can see the, like the flying Pokemon like outside the plane window or like on the wing of the plane or something like that. And Right. I don't know. I just don't know. Right. And it's a whole new world. And you're going to see cases that will come up because inevitably someone will take the case and that'll come up. And who knows where yeah. it's going to lead us. That's, it's very it's a, it's a very weird and, and going to be a very ever-changing landscape moving forward. Because, yeah, like I said, augmented reality games are, are here and they're not. I mean, look, in five days, if this game was downloaded more times than Twitter, the Twitter, then augmented reality is now mainstream and it's it's not going anywhere. Absolutely. It's yeah. one of those only time will tell. Yep. So if, if you're looking for more information or just kind of want to read the whole, like um, Andrew's whole article, which is brilliant and fascinating and well thought out it is just a good read yeah um it's on ohio state bar association's website it's called gotta catch a lawsuit question mark a legal insight into the battlefield pokemon go has downloaded onto our smartphones and properties around the world 
so we'll post the link but that it, it's really a fun little thought well thought out article yeah very nice excellent so yeah well, so cool. i am looking forward to hearing your joke of the week but as always we have a little house uh keeping to do um, first up, if you would follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, suggest topics, ask questions. Really, it's there for you. Um, so please follow us there. If you are already following us, thank you. We love you. Uh, I should also note we're going to probably be starting a, uh, an Instagram as well with Ooh. pictures of, of us in studio once the studio starts looking like it should, which is getting there. But, construction uh, project. Yeah, construction right project now. in the moment. But um, So we'll have that rocking and rolling so you can find us on Instagram. But uh, right now, Facebook is kind of where we are for the most part. Uh, you can also follow Boxley and Media on Facebook as well. And uh, uh, you can find us on uh, uh, Instagram as well. We and do Twitter. lots of things up to and including putting out the fine print with Jen Rout every week. And if you're a Twitter user, I am at the Almighty Ben on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Boxland Media on Twitter. I don't really do a whole lot with it on Twitter. Um, just, I mean, God, there's there's enough. Um, but and Jen is definitely not on Twitter and nope. will never be on Twitter. Nope. She's a luddite. So not completely. <laughs> I won't be playing Pokemon Go though. Sorry. Um, Loser. Yep. If you are new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. And if you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you would take a few minutes out of your very busy day, head over to iTunes, find us there, rate and review us. It helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. And finally, we would like to thank you, all of our listeners. It's because of you that our podcast even exists. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button. And remember, sharing is caring. I want to talk about that for just one second. Um... Subscribing on iTunes. If you're a, if you're an Apple user, if you got an iPhone or an iDevice, and you listen to your podcast through there, subscribing is super easy. You just click a button, and new episodes are served up every week as we post them. Usually Wednesday, sometimes a day or so after that, depends on what goes on. Um, you know, if you if you go to SoundCloud, which is where we post everything initially, um, you know, you just kind of keep following it on there. You can subscribe as well and probably get notifications, that sort of thing. So, uh, would you like to hear this week's lawyer joke of the week? Absolutely. I tried to find a joke that was both Pokemon and lawyer related, and I failed utterly because apparently they don't exist. So, yes, it's too new. It's it's a, we're a we're on the bleeding edge of this whole thing, man. So, uh, is there a lawyer Pokemon? character like a legal one that you want to squish i'm not even gonna answer that question because it's so stupid but (laughs) clearly i know nothing about pokemon it's Uh, fun to watch listeners please answer that question for me thank you send her an email or or post on the facebook page we'd love to hear what you have to say so why did new jersey get all the toxic waste and california get all the lawyers i don't know Uh, new jersey got to pick first <laughs> I don't even, even know if that's accurate. But. It's even funnier if you know the legal community. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right, folks. Well, until next time, I am Ben Needenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout, reminding you, as always, ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously. 
Do the main character and suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media. Think big.